0: how do we interpret a religious text, like the Bible? With around 40,000 Christian denominations and churches in the world, clearly, interpretations are a wide mix as it is. First, you need to choose your bias, and we all have them, we either believe in the Bible and assume it is God's Word, perfect and infallible. Or we assume it is just another ancient text like so many others. How we approach and interprets depends heavily on our bias. For this, we assume the first, meaning we assume the Bible is true, God's Word, perfect and infallible. Understanding the context and its importance. Interpreting the Bible is part of a field of study known as hermeneutics. While this may sound complicated, its underlying principles aren't that difficult to grasp and can be applied to any written text. To understand what the text says, is hermeneutics. Applied to the Bible, principles of interpretation are meant to help, not hinder, our ability to make sense of what the Bible records. Unlike some postmodern approaches to written texts that claim there really is no objective meaning to writing, we need to interpret the Bible and continuously draw out essential foundations from it. The Bible, then, does indeed communicate objective truths. One of the greatest principles of biblical interpretation is context. Too often passages or portions of Scripture are quoted, cited, or otherwise used to make a point or argue against a point, when in reality the entire context of the passage is ignored. Although there are many books in the Bible, It is a cohesive whole, wherein God distinctly communicates to us. This means that every passage is part of not only its immediate, but also a broader context. The words used are important, as is the context of those words. Whenever we seek to interpret the Bible, we must make sure we understand the immediate context. What is the passage about? What comes before the passage you are examining? What comes after? Along these lines, not only is immediate context important, but so is the broader context. In other words, given a particular passage that speaks to a certain topic, what does the Bible as a whole say on the subject? Don't overlook the immediate nor the broader context. We can cite passages selectively just to try and bolster a particular point without keeping the context in mind. That's why theologians have many different interpretations and have created elaborate doctrines on obscure or isolated passages, or doing so by only referencing passages that appear to agree with their particular doctrine while ignoring other significant passages that tend to argue against the same position. In fact, for any interpretation to be able to be true, there mustn't be any other scriptures disproving it. If there are, then whatever the interpretation may be, will be incorrect. If on the other hand, if two or more scriptures support the interpretation, while no other scriptures oppose it, then the interpretation, wherever it may be, must be true and Bible-based, exegesis and eisegesis? In addition to understanding the context of Bible passages, it's also crucial to keep two other related principles of interpretation in mind. These are known as exegesis and eisegesis. Exegesis has to do with reading and interpreting the text by drawing out from it what it is communication. Eisegesis, on the other hand, is when we attempt to read into the text what really isn't there. Exegesis, then, is the right way to approach a passage, as we seek to determine what the author intended, fairly looking at the text to see what it really says eisegesis, however, can lead to many errors, especially if we approach a passage with assumptions or presuppositions that really aren't in the text at all. The golden rule of interpretation applies here. Seek to interpret a text as others would seek to interpret what you have written or said. In other words, just as we would not want someone reading ideas into what we have said or written that is not there at all, we should not seek to do this with biblical writings either. Perspicuity. Related to biblical interpretation is a concept known as perspicuity. In short, the term means that the Bible is always clear when it comes to communicating truths about the essentials of the faith. There are no great secrets, hidden messages or esoteric interpretations that will grant us additional clarity when it comes to the essentials. As Jesus said, I have spoken openly to the world, I ever taught in synagogues, and in the temple, where all the Jews come together, and in secret spake I nothing, John 18:20. It's important that we do not allow interpretational disagreements to cause division or animosity towards others having a different take. That doesn't mean we shouldn't stand our ground, but we must let others have their interpretations as part of their personal responsibility. In interpreting the Bible, then, we should ask ourselves if a particular interpretation of a passage will cause harm to or whatever doctrine we seek to investigate. It could be such as the deity of Christ, the resurrection, the atonement and so forth. If so, We do well to study the passage in more detail, keep in mind the broader biblical teaching on the subject and consult resources, including non-biblical resources to establish the true meaning. A certain degree of humility is in order as well. Human beings are fallible, but our mistakes of interpretation do not mean that the Bible is flawed or lacking in authority. Usually, it is our flawed interpretation that is the problem. The kinds of writing Another point to keep in mind has to do with the kind of biblical literature we are dealing with when seeking to interpret a passage. The Bible contains a variety of genres or styles of writing ranging from the overtly poetic, such as the Psalms, to prophetic writings, wisdom literature, apocalyptic literature and more. Knowing what kind of passage we are dealing with often helps our interpretation of it. Related to this are questions of interpreting the Bible literally or figuratively. Both are valid approaches as long as they are judiciously employed. For instance, when the biblical writers share evidence of the resurrection of Jesus, they do so quite literally. Despite some interpretations arguing that the biblical writers are, for example, merely speaking of Christ's resurrection figuratively or as a symbol of some kind, the biblical text is clear that the resurrection is viewed as literal. Even Paul acknowledged, And if Christ hath not been raised, your faith is vain, ye are yet in your sins. 1 Corinthians 15 17. However, there are certain passages clearly intended as figurative. When Christ says He is the door in John 10 7-9, He does not literally mean that He is a physical door, complete with hinges and handle. Instead, He is using figurative language. When we read in Psalm 91 4 that God will cover us under His wings, we are not supposed to literally picture God as having wings. Again, this is figurative language. Mistaking figurative language for literal language, or vice versa is very important when it comes to biblical interpretation. Again, context will often help us understand what is truly meant. Bible Versions Since most of us do not have the ability to read the original copies of the Bible, written in ancient Hebrew, Aramaic and ancient Greek, not to mention the lack of access to the old sources. Then we must use more than one Bible translation in our own language. All translations have used one of two translation methods or a balanced mix of both. We should there use more than one Bible translation when interpreting difficult scriptures. Any and all should be possible to use for any true interpretation, So exclude no versions and use all you can. Many versions are freely available through the internet these days, make good use of it. Interlinear Bibles can be very useful but does require some linguistic skills. Correctly handling the word of truth is something we are all called to do. Using their basic principles of hermeneutics, or biblical interpretation, will help us do truly understand what the Bible really says.